Hey, what's up, builders? It's your girl, Kay Antoinette, the blogger. And if you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Now, let's get into the episode. Hey, what's up, builders? It's your girl, Kay Antoinette, the blogger, and you are now listening to the LBF podcast. Stay tuned. We have a very interesting topic today. We're going to be talking about dun, 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 the infamous reputation of forgiveness. It's a piece that I wrote uh, about two years ago, but it is so very true, just like it was then it is today. So we're going to dissect that post. We're going to talk about it, what we're supposed to be forgiving, how we're supposed to do it, why it's important, and why we give people who are actually good at forgiving others such a bad reputation, right? We're in the season of cutting people off, right? Not accepting less than what we know we deserve. But a lot of times, does that get in the way? So we're going to be exploring those kind of questions in, uh, in this podcast, in this episode. And I just hope you stay tuned. Let's get into it. The infamous reputation of forgiveness. So when we think about forgiveness, It comes with our own thoughts, our own opinions about how we do it in our lives, how we see other people do it, how society does it, right? And it has a bit of a reputation. What I've noticed in these last few years, though, when I've taken a look at my own methods of forgiveness or lack thereof, is that we're moving more away from forgiving others and we're deep, knee deep into cut off season (laughs) so my question that I want you to reflect on for the majority of this post is when did forgiveness become the other bad f word right so I'm gonna paint a picture for you ain't gonna be a pretty picture but I'm, I'm gonna paint it for you let's say you got a friend and your friend's been dating this dude And this dude messes up in some way. A lot of times our first instinct is because we love our friend. Because our friend is an extension of us in some way. Girl, leave his ass. (laughs) Or in some way, get back at him. A lot of times what I notice with a lot of conversations I hear other people have had in their friend groups, in their relationships, it seems like forgiveness is always the last option 
we are allow ourselves to think of. And I kind of get it, right? So in the post I wrote, I wrote this post back in January of 2018. So almost exactly two years. Um, the reputation of forgiveness has been battered from the time women decided they were fed up being passive and submissive to male counterparts who historically didn't appreciate or reciprocate it. From being financially unstable to full-blown adultery or cheating. Forgiveness is the last option your friends will advise you of. And to be honest, it's usually the last blimp on your radar and your own mind. For us independent ladies and even man's men, forgiveness equals settling. Y'all hear that? Think about how you think about forgiving other people. A lot of times, and I realized this in myself, when I thought about forgiveness, it meant that I was settling for something. It meant that I was taking something away from myself or I was accepting something I didn't want to accept. And so that meant I wasn't going to do it. Whether it's relationships, friendships, or partnerships, we are out before the first I'm sorry settles in the wake of our dust track. Half the time, we don't give people time enough to understand how they've wronged us, how they offended us, how they hurt us, any of that. Because in this day and age, in this cutoff season that's been going on for the past three, four years, we are certain, I want to say, that forgiveness has been overdone. And so because it's been overdone, that means that we're going to overcorrect <laughs> in some way. And I'm not just talking to y'all. I'm talking to myself too because the way that I, I started this post, we'll get into that a little bit later. But uh, just, just keep listening. So I'm not just talking about forgiving someone because you're convinced that there isn't better out there right because I don't even really think that's true forgiveness if you're forgiving somebody because you're afraid to be alone or you're afraid to lose them or you know it's some kind of fear inducing method that's keeping this keeping you tied to this person so yes forgiving someone um because you're afraid to lose them, I don't know what kind of forgiveness that really is. But, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to get into that portion of it too much. We're going to keep moving on. I had to briefly pause and uh, adjust my microphone for the umpteen time. Uh, I hit a button and the button had me sounding a little uh, warped on the microphone. So that first section, I'm sorry, it sounds so bad. <laughs> but it's some really great information. I hit that button and that button didn't like me and I didn't like that button, but I'm back and I'm better. Hey, so we gonna keep it moving on, okay? So when it comes to romance or romantic relationships, you know, we talk a lot about it because I think that's a lot of times the thing that's on people's minds, right? A lot of times that's how I've come up with a lot of these conversations is my connections with significant others. <laughs> 
But um, the lie we tell ourselves is this. I'll tell you my story. So in the beginning, there was love. And then there was the lie that real love is somehow perfect. Reinforce this logic with television, young adult novels, and this is what happens. I don't know the exact moment when I became a hopeless romantic. I've been one my whole life. (laughs) I do know that around age 11, I thought of love as a combination of Disney movies, Nicholas Sparks plots, and enough passion to melt all the candles in any given Catholic church. So, it was no surprise that I fell head over heels, love at almost first sight, when I was only 15 years old. True story, y'all. I stayed that way for another seven years until I had to make a decision that many young women and men are faced with. He cheated. So, do I stay or do I leave? I left. (laughs) One of the hardest and most exhilarating things I had done up until that point in my life. I had made a choice to draw a line in the dirt, so to speak, and decided that after seeing other women in my life being mistreated by men who always expected to be forgiven, I would be different. I would be stronger. I actually said it to myself, y'all, that I would be stronger because I walked away. For the next few years, I told myself that it was a deal breaker to ever take a man back after he cheats just because you love him. To ever settle with someone who wasn't financially or emotionally my equal was out of the question. I was a militant force in the idea that once a cheater, always a cheater. Once trust is broken, it cannot be rebuilt. I gave the last one three chances, so that means you get zero because he used it all up. I'm cutting everybody off. (laughs) Walking away is not the same as forgiving. Do y'all understand that? When you walk away from somebody, when you cut them off, when you push them and eject them out of your life, that's all fine and cool because you got to do what you got to do for your own mental health. And I understand that. But guess what? You're going to still have to do. Forgive them. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to give y'all a little moment to reflect on what I just said. Walking away is not the same as forgiving them. The only difference is that you, you didn't stay. But you still at some point, you're going to have to forgive that person. But I ain't going to get bogged down too early. Let me keep reading. So I didn't forgive. I walked away from my situation, from from a lot of other situations too, right? Because I had something to prove to myself, to other people that you weren't going to disrespect me in a certain way because you expected me to forgive you. I was going to prove to you that I was a woman of my word. So if I told you that cheating is a deal breaker for me or something else is a deal breaker for me and then you choose to do that... I'm going to have to prove my point because my poker face is real good. And we're going to see which one of us is holding all the cards when I'm done. But 
<laughs> little did I know that yes, even though I proved my point and I did it well, that I still had to come back to that situation or come back to those emotions from that situation, revisit them, hash them out and forgive. But because I didn't do that, I carried that grudge, pain, insecurity and mistrust around me around with me like a sloppy drunk friend needing a hand up eight flights of stairs that's how much baggage I had (laughs) that's how much baggage I I can feel myself having from a lot of situations and we kind of touched on baggage you know in the healing process episode but it's real but for me something changed I matured and I looked at my own life and the world around me with new eyes. I saw women I revered forgive quote unquote ancient men or friends <laughs> for the unthinkable. But th- this is this is what was changing for me. They didn't do it because they didn't know who they were. They did it because they had a true understanding of themselves and they knew they could forgive. Y'all got that? Like y'all understand how that works? Because what is forgiveness but the highest expression of love? What is forgiveness but, but, but your way of saying, you know what? You messed up. You fucked up. I'm hurt, but I'm going to let you prove to me that you can be better. Now, I'm not talking about the perpetual person. So I already know y'all like, I'm not talking about that. But it's a, a lot of us that in this time, in prime cutoff season, especially us single ones, us independent ones, we out here and we looking for any chance to cut somebody off. <laughs> And it's a problem. I'm just going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to say it. I'm going to call it spade a spade. It's a problem. In truth, as hard as walking away was for me in my situation, it was still easier than staying and dealing with the broken trust, plethora of lies, and embarrassment. I was battling a stigma that staying meant compliance that forgiveness meant weakness Mm. how many of us actually kind of in our own way we might not say it exactly the same way but when we think about forgiveness and it puts us in that vulnerable state again after that same person has hurt us just the thought of being able to forgive somebody is like nah Especially the person that did the damage, right? But the more I discover the truth behind every fairy tale that we tell ourselves about love, the more I realize that in that in essence, every choice comes from a place of love, whether it's love for yourself or the other person or both. So here's the other question. Right. Because the first question was, (laughs) when did forgiveness become the other bad F word? 
which I don't think the other F word is all that bad, but it was a play on words. But the second question is, why is it that we look down on others for forgiving the one they love after they've been hurt by them? Right? Like, I was really judgmental with a lot of people in my life because I made a decision. I didn't need for things to keep happening or for me to keep getting cheated on. I was like, I'm out. Once I knew the truth and it came out in the light, I'm out. But I had other people in my life (laughs) that went through that and worse and they chose to stay. Because I considered forgiveness weakness, I thought they were weak. I looked at them like they were somehow not capable of being as strong as I was. Hmm. We can be downright ruthless in this day and age. When we discover that a woman has stayed after being stepped out on, or any of those other things, right? It don't have to be a woman, but like I said, I, I'm a woman. I wrote from my perspective. But my male listeners, my male builders, you guys already know. I'm, 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 I'm gonna talk about how y'all don't be forgiven too. Like I'm, a, I'm gonna touch on that. Let me, let me finish this. So sometimes I get it, right? I'm like. <laughs> Hell, I used to be in the streets with my white picket sign right alongside a crowd <laughs> chanting, girl, quit, he ain't shit. Girl, quit, he ain't shit. Girl, quit, he ain't shit. <laughs> Especially when you have women who honestly think they that there's not better out there. So they're staying and they're calling it forgiveness because they're afraid because they don't think that they deserve better or that they will find better. Yet, this is still quick judgment on our part. Because do we ever stop to think about what has happened for these people to have the mindset that they have? Or if the couple has been married for years, why do we assume that the woman doesn't love herself enough just because she stayed for the love of her husband? Or his wife? Or their kids? goodness forbid a man forgive a woman we then question how he's even able to stand up without a backbone i told you i was gonna dig into it my male builders it is it is a a a stigma for you guys too and uh we kind of (laughs) touched i touched on that on one post recently about how women in a lot of ways are expected to forgive constant constant forgiveness because it plays into us being nurturers us being caretakers all of that stuff so forgiveness is one of those traits that we're supposed to have but a lot of times in this day and age in this dating scene now (laughs) well i ain't gonna say now it's been like this forever we're expected to take on a lot of things that in return if we were to go out there and we would go to cheat we'd have a whole nother family that lived down the street (laughs) you know what i'm saying or 
we we spend the money on somebody else or quit our jobs without talking to to you guys like if we were to do a lot of the messed up stuff that men are allowed to do and be forgiven for y'all be out the door so quick hell you are out the door because let, let her do even a fourth a fourth of what <laughs> of what you've done to her or what you've done in the past to feel to other people you wouldn't have it forgiveness will probably not even cross your mind and y'all need to fix that shit because it's wrong like if you expect to be forgiven by somebody you need to understand that you need to be capable of forgiving yourself like you if that person were to do the same thing you did to them mess up in the same way you need to understand that the forgiveness that you're asking for should be the forgiveness that you can provide on some level point blank period ain't no ifs ands or buts about it right y'all have a lot of ideas about what women and what girls should be doing how they should behave how they should treat their men all that and y'all be out here or have been out here or you know your homeboy's been out here doing a dirt but soon as he get caught though soon as you get caught you want forgiveness but let you catch her doing them same things now she a hoe now she a bad mother <laughs> now she ain't shit and you gonna tell everybody you come in contact with but the difference is because women do it too the difference is a woman is more inclined to forgive and to take you back so why are y'all so slow to forgive for the same stuff that you out here and you and your homeboys out here in the streets doing? Huh? I'm just, you know, I'm going to get off that. I ain't going to sit on there too much. So here's the thing about forgiveness. We, we hear it. It sounds cheesy, but it's real. Forgiveness is for you too. I have the perfect example of that. <laughs> so... We laugh about stuff. We joke about it. It's all kind of memes going around um, and have been going around about, you know, when your ex texts you and how you respond, tell them to go play in traffic, kick rocks or whatever the case may be. But I had a very real wake up call when my ex passed away. So this guy, <laughs> Uh, my sisters married into his family. We were dating at the same time. Me and my sisters were all dating into the family at the same time. My two other sisters ended up getting married. And so I had an ex that I couldn't get away from. <laughs> and he wouldn't let me get away from him even if he wanted to. So we ended up still being some sort of friends after our relationship ended and after I chose to walk away. But because I didn't understand that walking away was not the same as forgiveness. When I got the news that he passed away and I had to process that grief. Guess what I was also processing? That anger, that hurt, all of those things that I never took the time to heal from, to forgive him for, <laughs> came rushing to the surface right along with my grief. 
And if anybody has ever grieved from someone, you already know grief is hard enough without you having to process all these other difficult emotions with it. Because you can try to run away from the forgiveness that you need to, or the peace. Because I feel like forgiveness and finding peace in this in a situation is kind of one and the same, right? For me, forgiveness is a continuing process. I had a lot of things from my childhood with um, with the male figures in my life that I had to forgive them for. Not really horrible, horrible things, but hard enough things that affected how I viewed love and connections and men. And so sometimes you'll wake up and you'll be like, you know, I'm good today. You know, I love this person. We're cool. And the next day you might wake up and it's like you're angry all over again. Because forgiveness, just like healing, is a process. We always want the easy way out of things, y'all. And it's it's not that simple. It's not always going to be a one and done. The work that we put into ourselves, into these relationships with people... It's continuous. Continuous. Like that means you're going to keep having to do it. You're going to have to continuously forgive. You're going to have to continuously heal. Because I don't know about you, but I can't forget. We got that <laughs> that saying, right? You can forgive, but don't forget. And people often misconstrue that to think that, Oh, you're saying that you're going to hold a grudge. It's like, no, baby, I'm saying I'm human. Unless I get into a car accident or something and my memory is erased, like the soap operas, then because I don't forget, I'm going to have to continuously forgive. Right? Because with a lot of stuff that people do, whether it's something wrong, how they wronged us, Not only does your mind remember, but your body remembers. So you have to work through all of that physical, emotional, right? Effects of what they did to try to continue the connection you have with them. Forgiveness is for yourself. Sometimes I think the hardest person for me to forgive is myself. When I think about decisions I've made, Um, situations I've gotten myself into right things I've said actions all of those things I'm very critical of how (laughs) I operate in this world and a lot of times I have to remind myself to be gracious to myself the way that I am expected and I try to be gracious to other people that's an important lesson I just want you all to know, like, it's okay to have boundaries. It's okay to have deal breakers. It's okay to say, I'm not taking this no more. But it's also okay to forgive. I feel like we're moving more from forgiving people to shaming them for forgiving. (laughs) And I honestly think that the harder thing to do is to forgive 
because you're allowing someone who has broken your trust, broken your confidence in them, broken your heart, you know, broken something uh, that you gave to them, whether it be romantic, friendships, work, partnerships, siblings, you know, family, like all of that. All of those connections that we have in this life, you're staying. When you say that you forgive someone, that means you're staying and you're expecting them to help you fix it. You're trusting that they're not going to do it again. Are you going to help to build that retrust, that uh, that trust <laughs> with them on the faith that they won't do it again? That's the That's the harder thing for me. Because when I think about my situations, I'm like, yeah, I, I, I didn't stay in a lot of my situations because I knew I could never trust the person ever again. But what does that say about me, you know? What does that really say about me? Especially, you know, I haven't, I don't think I've done anything as bad as a lot of things that were done to me, but... I still on some level expect forgiveness for a lot of my actions that when I've wronged somebody. So I need to get better at this. Which on some some way I think I, I, I'm a pretty good person that uh I know how to forgive. But with the when it comes to those deal breakers, <laughs> I I <laughs> I have a hard time um staying in my lane because though I may not have made a decision to stay and forgive for something somebody did to me I judge other people I used to judge other people for making a decision to stay and forgive in their situations and in their lives and that was none of my business and honestly they were a little bit stronger than me so let let me, let me get on with the, uh, we're going to finish out. So, with individuals, especially us strong women, it seems that being vulnerable is hard enough, but having that vulnerability tested in any way from our partner through infidelity, financial instability, or miscommunication, it's almost always a deal breaker. We celebrate being bold enough to walk away from his quote-unquote trifling ass. And we condemn those who stay just for love. But an interesting twist seems to be that what makes us strong actually makes us weak sometimes. We get in our own way sometimes. Our own narrative about being individuals who won't settle for less often throws out the good along with the bad for the sake of not seeming weak in our minds and in the minds of others. Personally, as of right now, I still have my laundry list of deal breakers, but I see the power it has taken to forgive and cultivate a new love out of the bad actions or choices of a loved one. Um. 
so I want to clarify something because I think I kind of uh, contradicted myself a little bit and I want to make clear what I mean by forgiving right so <laughs> forgiving does not mean you have to stay and I think when I said that forgiving means that you're allowing that person to fix it that's for the people who choose to stay right but it's not synonymous so the message that you should take away from it is regardless of whether you stay or you leave you have to forgive because it's to your benefit it's part of your healing process and it's not something you can walk away from it's not even something that you can run away from because ultimately you want to take care of those emotions that you have from whatever situation so that you don't carry a lot of those effects of it um, with you throughout your life and into your other connections with other people. So I just wanted to clarify that a little bit. And, you know, we're going to leave that where it's at. Because now I'm going to touch very briefly on how a lot of us have not forgiven our parents and i'll share a little bit of my stuff with you but not too much because you know I, I i love my parents i don't want people to form their own opinions about them of course my dad isn't with me anymore but mainly with him i, I had a lot of resentments for the way that i thought that he should be as a man and for the way that I felt he should be handling his business as a father. And so I, you know, you grow up, your dad's your hero, and then you start to kind of understand things a lot better, especially as a female. I started to see a lot of things that I didn't particularly uh, appreciate. Um, and it caused a lot of resentment and I took that with me. I carried it with me. I harbored it. But the more I matured, even with my mother, um, and I love both my parents very dearly, but it was with both of them that I had my own thoughts of what they should be and how they should have handled things. And, you know, my own expectations, my own judgments, basically. <laughs> When I think about how long I harbored, harbored those uh, thoughts and those emotions and how I matured with them, I realized that my parents were just, are just people. They're people. And so what happens with us is we place our parents on this pedestal, right? And we know that sometimes they're wrong, sometimes they make mistakes, but we still keep them, keep them on that pedestal. We don't see them as a real separate individual with a past, with a life, with things that have actually happened to them. If you are blessed to have a parent who um, kind of tells you a lot of their backstory, then you can kind of understand how their personalities and how their own... Um, parenting skills and everything else formed from those experiences but I don't think I, I talked a lot with my parents about some of the things that they experienced and went to, 
you know, went through and it wasn't a lot of sharing of that going on and unless it was in brief situations, especially with my dad. And so when it came to him in particular, I finally, once I matured, probably a few years ago, I saw him as a man and it changed everything for me. So all that resentment, all that pain, all that, you know, just unforgiveness that I had towards him, I was able to forgive because I'm like, you really were trying your best because I saw him as a full person. And I was able to do that before he drew his last breath. And that was very important to me because I cannot imagine having been so angry with him at towards the end, like I was a few years prior to that. And so it's important. A lot of us, we think, you know, we don't need to heal these situations with our families, right? And, and yet and still, we thinking that walking away, not interacting with them is the same as forgiving. And it's not. Because had I not forgiven my dad when he was still here, I would have been in the same situation that I found myself in when my ex passed away, having to process um, not only the grief, but everything else that came with it because I made peace with it when he was here, when he was still alive, um, I was able to just focus on the grief. And that was, and so I tell people a lot of times when I have these conversations on very rare occasions that a lot of times the process of grieving my ex was a little bit more difficult in some ways. I don't mean to say that he was more important, not by any means. Um, but it was, it was hard because I was processing everything else right along with that grief. So, yeah, look at your parents. Understand that they're people. Um, with my dad, he didn't have a great relationship with his father. And the more my mom reveals to us about that relationship and the more I learned for myself, the more I realized that you know, in his mind, he was the gold star to his children because that's not something he was able to get as a child. And it's okay to look at people's experiences and understand how they formed from them, not as an excuse, but as a way to understand, as a way to see it for what it is, because just as you expect people to understand where you come from, you need to do that for other people in your life, including your parents. Because more than anything else, those relationships you have with the matriarch and patriarch in your life kind of help define how you look at love and connection and everything else when it comes to dealing with other people in this world so not saying that it's the end all be all right so we grow we learn we do better because we know better but it starts from somewhere and you have to 
well, I don't want to put that much pressure on you, but you, it is important <laughs> for you to understand that forgiving is for you. Right? We so focused on thinking that it's a benefit for the other person that they don't deserve that we deny ourselves the peace that forgiveness brings. And so I'm going to close out. I know this was kind of a kind of deep, you know, but it's very needed. Like I said, this is probably one of my, it's not even probably, this is my favorite post. Um, talking about it, I don't know if I gave it justice or not, but you know, that's what you guys are for to let me know if I'm on the right track or not. Um, so yeah, forgiveness. We got to do it continuously. <laughs> don't hold back on it. I'm not saying hand it out like candy on Halloween, but we need to get back in the habit of, of understanding there is a balance to be had. So yes, cut that person off. Deny their access to you. Let them know that you will not be tolerating them anymore. But also understand that you still have to find a way to forgive. And I am saying that right now as I am having probably the hardest time right now in my life. Forgiving somebody I feel who has wronged me in a very real way. And I just told my friend, uh, my best friend, earlier today, I was like, I don't think I've ever had this much trouble forgiving anybody i'm usually the one that's handing it out like for freaking um halloween candy <laughs> but i'm really struggling with this like it's very very hard for me because i'm dealing with the anger and processing it and i'm still dealing with all the emotions and it's just like fuck that nigga <laughs> say that because uh like i like i said one minute i'll wake up but i'm good and i'm like all right i feel i feel good today and the next i'll wake up and i'm angry or it happened in the middle of the day i'll be going through bopping around all cool chilling and i'll get a thought and that thought kind of just spirals a little bit and I'll get angry. You know, I have my triggers. Stuff triggers it. And it what uh, Janae I equals say, I'm triggered. I'm triggered all the time. Constantly throughout the day. <laughs> and because I can recognize that I have a lot of triggers, that I'm not over it. Until I can get to the point where I am accepting these things a lot more i know that i won't be able to forgive so even the process before you get to forgiveness is important allowing yourself to feel the emotions you need to feel allowing yourself to be angry allowing yourself to see the reality of a situation for what it is and not for what you want it to be accepting that is very very important accepting the truth of a situation and it may be hurtful, it may not be pretty, 
but it's important for you to do that in order for you to be able to forgive because if you don't accept the fullness of a situation then what are you forgiving you know and so that's where i am somewhere in the gray area and so when i preach to you guys about this i hope it's not too preachy because once again i wrote this post two years ago but i have i went back and i read it and i'm just like oh my god i'm, I'm back here and if i'm not careful you know i god forbid something happens to you know people i haven't forgiven yet or i'm in the process of trying to forgive and i'll have to process that all over again i don't want to do that i don't want that and especially because i do know that i am not a perfect person that i have to ask for forgiveness a lot of the times i need to learn how to do this even with somebody i don't think deserves it which is another thing let me i said i was closing it out let me let me say one more thing because it was also a meme going around and i think i shared it and it was like um alluding to having to forgive someone who wasn't even sorry or having to forgive someone who never even asked for your forgiveness oh my god that is hard it is hard it is hard um somebody who don't even think they did anything wrong and you sit here and you, <laughs> one minute you like all right i'm gonna forgive this person and then you, the next you just like they don't even fucking they don't care whether i forgive them or not you know but that's why you have to remind yourself that just put up a brick wall between you and, and whatever face you got <laughs> in your mind about the person who needs that for who who you have to forgive because they're less important right it's what they did it's what they did that you're struggling with and it's those emotions of what they did that you're struggling with and you have to focus on processing through that right that other person is just there they're less important than you realize in this process because it's really for you because if you hold on to this anger this grudge this whatever you're feeling whatever needs to be forgiven it's going to show up over and over and over again and it's going to disrupt your peace and so now you're giving that person control in a way that they definitely don't deserve you know, I already know you can't trust them with certain other aspects. So now you're going to give them control over your emotions too? Mm. I don't want to swallow that pill. So, to end this, <laughs> I want to say thank you guys for listening to the LBF podcast. Um, I'm trying to get better. I think I'm, you know, getting there. And keep a weather eye out of course we do have the part two episode from the healing process with my best friend uh at uniform uh sweetness or at uniform beauty i'm sorry on instagram uh me and her are going to be talking about dating rules 101 so if you guys will want to share some of your own personal dating rules i'll love to hear them because i'm excited about that episode i think it's going to be a fun episode i think it's going to be a real one because i feel like i've been a little heavy lately like the episodes i've been putting out have been kind of you know all up in your face and 
I want to take a step back and and give us a, a room to breathe, so to speak, and be able to kind of discuss something that I know a lot of you will be eager to engage in because men and women, you know, dating is really the topic that all of us talk about. It's not dating, it's kids. So, you know, it is what it is. But stay tuned. You guys know how I do this. I've honestly just been putting out episodes. <laughs> I don't have a set schedule. Um, like I said, I, every two weeks, I said bi-weekly. But right now, I'm just kind of building up my cachet, so to speak, of episodes. So that you guys can kind of really dive into the LBF podcast and see what it's all about. And then from there, we'll probably, you know, get scheduled that's without a doubt because between this and work (laughs) and I haven't written a blog post in a while trying to do the podcasting so I need to learn a little bit more balance with it all but I'm excited I think it's something that's already amazing I am enjoying talking to you all and hearing your thoughts especially on those first two episodes So this third one, I hope didn't disappoint you. Let me know what your thoughts are about the topic, forgiveness, and all the aspects we're supposed to forgive in our lives. And I'll see you guys soon, uh, very, very soon. So until then, make sure you're building up these conversations with people in your life. If somebody you need to forgive or somebody you need to talk to about forgiveness, make sure you have that conversation because, hey, What's the point of being in a connection with somebody if you can't talk about some of this stuff? So, see you soon, guys. Bye.